Hello and welcome to Praying on Purpose. Today is Thursday, and so therefore we are going to focus on the what of prayer, the what of tefillah. Namely, we're going to take a look at the content of our prayers. We're going to take a look at everything from the definitions of the, word that we, the words that we say to try to appreciate a little bit of the context, all in an effort to make the experience of prayer more meaningful and more fulfilling. Now, you would think that since today is the first Thursday, we would start all the way at the beginning of the Siddur and slowly but surely work our way until the end. Uh, I would prefer, rather, to be a little less predictable than that. And so I declare from the outset that we are not going to be following any specific sequence. There's no particular order that we're going to follow. In fact, what I'd like to do this first Thursday is go all the way to the end of davening and take advantage of the fact that it is still the beginning of the month of Elul, and it is traditional throughout many segments of Klai Yisrael to recite Perich of Zayin of Tehillim, the 27th chapter of Psalms, L'David Hashem Ori, at the end of davening. Some recite at the end of Shachris, Minchamar of different customs, but I think it's fair to say that if you're listening, it's very uh, likely that you, did, you have been reciting, you'll continue to recite L'David Hashem Ori throughout the month of Elul, and through much of Tishrei until the end of Sukkot. Uh, first of all, it's important to note that there's no clear reason, or there's no definitive reason, I should say, as to why this is. There are different explanations. Some of them are very insightful and offer, up the oppo- offer us the opportunities for some very interesting reflections. So, for example, the Panam Yafos points out that there are 13 Azkaros, the 13, 13 times in Perich of Zayin of Telem where we mention the Shem Hashem, the Shem Havaya, and this corresponds, perhaps, to the Yud Gimel Midas Arachimim, the 13... Uh, different types, expressions of Rachmim, which of course make up such a very, very important part of the Elul and Tishrei experience. Uh, others point out that there are Midrashic allusions to Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur and perhaps allusions to Sukkot as well. Uh, the Bedrash says, Hashem Ori, Ori is Rosh Hashanah, Yishi is Yom Kippur. Uh, and there are other explanations as well. I think that just more broadly, if we think about the theme of the Hashem Ori, we could definitely find and identify some very, very important. Uh, points of reflection for this time of year. The David Shamori describes, the Perik of Tehillim describes an individual who finds himself in a very perilous uh, place, an individual who perhaps is heading out to battle, which is one of the examples, uh, the metaphors or, or actual circumstances that is described by David Melech, an individual who is facing the potential of, of mortal danger and yet declares at such a moment that he's able to find faith and peace and security by connecting to the Rabboni Shalom. And so therefore, even though there are many things around me that leave me feeling very afraid and very vulnerable and uncertain about my future, I am still able to achieve a sense of security and optimism knowing that I am in good hands. And to the contrary, one of the most famous psukim in this parak, and perhaps in all of Sefer Tehillim, Hashem, even from such a place, David Amalek declares, I'm thinking about one thing only. I know that there are many, many things around me which threaten my survival, but all I can think about is shifty all I can think about is my relationship with you. And I think that this is a very, very important way of, of relating to this time of year. We are preparing now for the Yom Narayim, which is perhaps loosely translated the Days of Awe, a time of year in which we all feel very vulnerable, uncertain, afraid. There could be a certain mood of dread and terror, if you will. And the David Hashem Ori, which we recite daily, reminds us, you know, that's not the only message of this time of year. To the contrary, perhaps we need to find balance between a feeling, a sense of, of real concern and fear and worry about the uncertainties of the future, but at the same time, feel a genuine sense of optimism and hope in being able to attach ourselves, to connect ourselves more meaningfully to the Rabboni Shalom precisely during this time of year. So I think as a, as a general 
approach, the David Hashem already fits. It, it, and if we don't think of it that way, we should make it fit, because it really can set a certain very, very important tone and help develop a certain mood inside of our hearts and our minds every day throughout this very, very important transformational time of year. I would like to focus on the very last Pasuk in Perak Chav Zayin. Hashem, Chazak Hashem. Loosely translated as, you should have hope, you should have faith in Hashem, Hashem should strengthen you and give you the courage in your heart. And then we say again, And when you think about it, it seems that there is an unnecessary repetition within this Pasuk. Have hope, have faith in God. He should strengthen you. And then again, So why do we say twice? Would it not be sufficient to just say it once? This is the question of the Malbim. And I want to share with you an incredible, insightful, and really very beautiful explanation of the Malbim office in his commentary on Tilim. He says, you know, there's a difference between, between the concept of having faith in another person and having faith in God. He says, Hakivoy lezulaso, when it comes to the experience of putting our faith in another individual, ein hatikva tachlis la'atzma. Having hope, having optimism, attaching ourselves with a sense of, of, of yearning and, and making ourselves dependent on another individual, that is not the tachlis, that is not the objective the, the, the goal is that I should find what it is that I'm looking for. So, for example, if, I'm, if I want a job and I apply for a position and I know that it all comes down to one individual, so I'm going to turn to this individual, perhaps, and I'm going to say, please, I'm asking you, give me a chance. Consider me. I, 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 you won't regret the decision. And so, therefore, I turn to this individual, I put my faith in him, and I say, please. And the reason I'm doing that is because I want the job. And, and so therefore, he says, the My goal is that I shouldn't have to put my faith in you anymore. I just want you to say, okay, you're hired, at which point I can relieve myself of having to feel dependent on you. I can say, okay, I got what, I, what I'm looking for. I'm very grateful. I appreciate it. And now I'm going to move on. And I'm going to stop feeling reliant on you, dependent on you. He says, there is a big difference between that and it comes when it comes to having faith in God. When it comes to having hope and faith in God, that is the goal. That is the objective. You know what the goal over here is? That I should attach myself to you, God. I should feel dependent on you. I should turn to you and ask you for help and for assistance. Why? So that I can feel that sense of dependence on you and so I can come back to you and ask you for help and for assistance. Incredible. Says the Malbim. During this time of year, well, he doesn't say this, but I'm going to add it. During this time of year, we feel such dependence. We should feel such dependence on Kaddish Baruch Hu. We realize how much is at stake. We turn to him and we ask Kaddish Baruch Hu to please allow us the opportunity to return to you. Allow us to help us, assist us in our quest to engage in a process that will hopefully be real and genuine and sincere of tshuva. We ask HaKadosh Baruch Hu for success, for health, for prosperity in the year ahead. And so therefore, hopefully, we feel a genuine sense of not just connection to Him, and not just faith in God, but dependence on Him. But says the Malbim, don't forget, the real goal, the real objective, is just that. Just that feeling. We want to be able to turn to God and to say, Hashem, please help me. 
so that I can come to the realization that I need you and I can come back to you and turn to you again for help and for assistance. So beautiful, says the Malvin. Kaveh Hashem. David HaMelech calls to us and he says, have hope, have faith in God. Chazak v'yameitz libecha. Hashem should help us and should assist us in being able to put our faith and our strength in Him. Why? V'kaveh Hashem. So that I can then come back and redouble my efforts and strengthen my relationship with Him. What an incredible, incredible daily reminder from the very beginning of the season that we're going to be asking for many, many things. There are many things that we're looking for. There are many different hopes and expectations and, 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 and burning desires that we have for success and for Hatzlacha and for divine assistance. But let us not forget, the goal of all of this is V'kavei El Hashem. We start Kavei El Hashem, we ask for what we need, Chazak but ultimately, we hope that when we end up, we come back to where we started. V'kavei El Hashem. I think this is incredible. I think it's a beautiful insight into a Pasuk. It does hopefully spill over into the entire Perak of Tehillim, which can and should influence the attitude that we bring each and every day throughout the month of Elul and month of, much of the month of Tishrei. I hope that you have found this equally inspiring and that when we say this Pasuk, uh, not necessarily together, because we're davening at different places different times, but as we say this Pasuk collectively, as members of Klai Yisrael over the next month, let us remember what the true goal is of this beautiful, glorious, and transformational season. Thank you very much, and have a wonderful, 